Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of the Say What Again Billy podcast. I hope everyone is enjoying their week thus far. I once again apologize for putting the episode out a little later. I have a job where if it snows or the inclement weather happens, I must go in and help take part of the cleaning process and making sure everything is safe. And that's exactly what happened from Wednesday night, Wednesday, getting the news that we were getting snow, which ended up being no snow, um, into Thursday morning, which Wednesday and Thursdays are my days off with this particular job. And I basically got prepared for that and wasn't able to take the time to record the podcast, but I'm giving you the podcast now. I'm recording at 5.15 on Friday, so Friday, January 21st. So once again, I apologize in the world of podcasting. Not everything can go according to plan if you have a job that revolves around weather and um, things like that happening. So I apologize in advance for future latenesses in certain things. But to get into the news, NASA discovers signs of past life on Mars. The rover that is running around on Mars gathering information and taking pictures reportedly picked up some rocks which contained organic carbon that may have been from bugs that once roamed around Mars. The analysis the analysis from dozens of locations around Mars, which also include a cliff or drop-off, identified as carbon cycle the samples of the biological basis resembling fossilized remains and microbe lives were similar to those of Australia that we found that dated back to 2.7 billion years ago. So I am one of those people that firmly believe that Mars did past ha- uh, did have life in the past and had water, which we do know based on the samples and things we've picked up in the past from Mars and from pictures where we can clearly see that there was water running on Mars. I am one of those believers that Mars did have some form of life. Do we know if the life is like ours? We don't. I also believe that the universe is too big and too vast and infinite, quite frankly, that we are the only people in space on one one rock floating in Earth. So that's a topic for another conversation, one I've had many times before on my podcast, but this was some interesting news. And I did get this news source from Scary Dose at Scary Dose on Instagram. You can find their page. They do post things that are pretty up to date with what's going on in the world and also certain things like this, which can correlate and fall into the category of paranormal and go on to my podcast. So credit to Scary Dose at Instagram, Scary Dose. Um, They are very good with some of the stuff that they post and helps me out to relay some information from what I see on Instagram and give them a plug as well. The topic we're getting into today is something that is a theory from paranormal theorists in the world of supernatural or paranormal, which goes along the lines of maybe we aren't actually seeing ghosts. Now, repetitive here, and I'll tell you why I'm repetitive, a lot of the things I talk about all correlate with each other. So if you hear me talking about other episodes, that's simply because it's going to correlate with this episode. Now, I spoke last episode about going to Gettysburg, Pennsylvania and having some paranormal experiences there. And if you tuned in to some of my other podcast episodes, Gettysburg, Pennsylvania is probably one of the most haunted places on the East Coast of the United States. And the reason it's so haunted is anywhere from three to 5,000 people within a three-day span died fighting a battle 
between North and South, basically, you know, brothers and sisters fighting each other. And so many people lost their lives within a three-day span that it was just a substantial amount of loss of life. And we know that Gettysburg, Pennsylvania is severely haunted. But what if we're not actually seeing, per se, ghosts? We are actually experiencing a time lapse and seeing bits and pieces of things that possibly happened while Gettysburg, Pennsylvania, while the war happened and after people passed away, we're actually experiencing a brief time lapse where we can actually see or feel or smell glimpses and smells and things from what happened many years ago. So there's an ongoing theory in paranormal where ghost sightings and strange occurrences can happen given the surrounding area, what's around there environmentally. Now, Gettysburg, Pennsylvania, at the time of the Civil War, only had a few buildings. And now today, modernized all these years later, there's hotels, restaurants, um, bars, movie theaters, water parks, everything. So they've built up on this ground that a lot of stuff has happened. Now, in the surrounding area, obviously I'm using Gettysburg as an example, in the surrounding area, there's mountains, there's rivers, and there's a lot of forests. Now, I remember when I went to Gettysburg, besides from some of the ghost stuff that I was doing, we actually took the time to go garnet mining. Now, garden is a rock or mineral that can be found at the tops of certain mountains or inclines. It's a red, rubyish-like stone. Now, I don't know exactly if it's a, uh, a, a rock or a mineral, but we went garnet mining, and it just, you know, remembering this, there are a lot of things within the forest, such as these minerals and rocks and, you know, natu other natural things like water and also animals, which play a factor. There's living, you know, wildlife in the forest. And what paranormal people that are into the paranormal, paranormal theorists, we'll call them, what they like to say is if there's enough things in an area that can give off energy paranormal activity can make itself be known, either showing an apparition or EVPs or moving things. And given the circumstances of Gettysburg, Pennsylvania, where the loss of life was really bad and, and astronomical numbers, and so quickly with a, within a three-day span, the traumatic events that occurred will forever be embedded in the land of Gettysburg. Now you throw into the mix a whole bunch of the natural things that can give off energy, and now you have a formula for paranormal things to happen. But what if it's not paranormal? We're not actually seeing ghosts. We're seeing a time lapse of what happened all those years ago. There is an actual story in Gettysburg, and this is a story that happens quite often, of people roaming the battlefield by themselves, taking tours, you know, taking in the sights, reading stuff, historical buffs, not just paranormal people go there. It's people that are into the Civil War. And they will see this thing called the Phantom Patrol or the Phantom Unit. And they'll see them firing off their guns and all that. Go back to, from what I remember, the singular tour center that's in Gettysburg towards the entrance and say that was a really good um, reenactment. And the people that work at this hut or little tourist house that that gives off information at Gettysburg and when tours are going on and so on and so forth, the people there will be like, there was no reenactment scheduled today. 
And what just happened is these people have actually saw the Phantom Unit reenacting or going, not reenacting, but doing what they did many years ago, fighting. And this can be occurring because of the surrounding area and the embeddedment of what happened so many years ago. The traumatic events can play factors when something like that happens and be embedded in the ground. And if you're there and susceptible to seeing it or almost like an empath, you may be able to catch what happened. Whether it be you physically see it or you get this feeling that something happened, it's all correlated into what happened years and years ago. Now, Gettysburg, Pennsylvania, I'm using it as an example, is a prime, prime, prime example of this because of what happened there in the surrounding area, which can have this formula to make things happen, whether or not it's real ghosts or we're just getting like basically a vibe or uh, a time lapse of what happened. Many people in Gettysburg actually see this ghost unit. They see lights. They actually smell certain smells and they hear sounds of screaming and men yelling charge. And this can be because of all the stuff I listed before just playing out over and over again. Now, Albert Einstein himself gave a theory that's never really technically been proven, but he gave a theory that time and wormholes could actually be a thing where and I'm paraphrasing here, where things can actually go back in time or through time. And I'm trying to describe this the best I can without sounding like an idiot. But he had this theory of wormholes and it could be something that's happening at places like Gettysburg. Actually, I'm going to pull it up for you right now. And it wasn't, uh, it wasn't proven, but that's something that could actually be happening in the paranormal world. So a definition of a wormhole is a speculative structure linking disparate points in space and time and is based on a special solution of the Einstein field of equations. A wormhole can be visualized as a tunnel with two ends at separate points in space and time. So what if that really didn't just be exactly solely into space, that it can actually happen here on Earth, where the events like Gettysburg can form some kind of embedment in the in the area, and we can actually see what happened in the past because of all the energy lost in an instant within three days. That's something that could possibly happen. I'm sure many of you have gone to certain areas and you just get this really bad feeling. Sometimes it's morbid, sometimes you get nauseous, certain things like that. And it's because of maybe the area you're in of what happened there. And Gettysburg is a prime example because of all the people that died there. And places this actually tends to happen at, going off this theory, that we're actually seeing time lapses, not actual ghosts, but time lapses of what happened at a historical location, is theaters, especially old-time theaters, cemeteries where people were buried, um remnants of people burying their loved ones or actual loved ones, you know, appearing, um, reenacting a scene of before they died. Cemeteries, theaters, battlefields, which we talked about just now, um, penitentiaries and prisons. Think about how many people went into an asylum or a penitentiary or hospitals and never made it out and spent months there 
or asylums where in the past years, some of these patients were treated like garbage and they lived out their life there and passed away. And now when you see shows like what we see on sci-fi or travel channel, when people go to investigate it, we see a lot of paranormal activity. But what if that paranormal activity is just glimpses of what happened in the past because the people that suffered and died there left this embedded energy and it's just finding a way to replay. Now, the one thing that has been proven through time when we started studying death and the human body is the human body, the energy when we die never really goes away. So taking religion and faith out of the equation, when you die, your energy's got to go somewhere. Your energy just doesn't die with you. Your energy keeps going. And that's a theory that's been, you know, out there for many years. So just imagine that if your energy dies in a situation like that and goes into the surrounding area, it might be forever in that area and that energy is giving off other things that will lead to your demise playing out in modern or present time. That's just something that a lot of paranormal theorists are starting to talk about. Something that I thought about um, most recently and said, you know, this is a, a big possibility. Especially now if you're watching a lot of these superhero shows and these multiverse movie ideas that are coming out. Um, Spider-Man being one of them recently and Batman Flashpoint coming out within the year or whatever. They're working with different timelines and... It just gave me the idea to talk about this because in the world of paranormal, this is something that actually, if you're not a believer in ghosts or, you know, anything like that, this is something that scientifically could be more plausible as opposed to believing in ghosts. Your energy is playing out a situation from many, many years ago that could be caused by your the way you died or how it happened or the give surrounding area giving off the energy for the past to reanimate itself and let whoever's there physically see what happened. Like I said, when I was in Gettysburg, I smelled something. My mom and dad felt something, and my mom physically saw something that she thought was a bear running out in the road. And this is like a theory that could be pretty plausible, especially if you're not a firm believer in ghosts. This is something that can lead to some further explanation. You take this to someone who studies science or is a doctor, they actually might rock with this theory as opposed to just flat out believing that it's ghosts. Um, you don't really have a definitive answer when you Google what happens after you die. Um, they give you scientific data on how your brain stays active for, I think, eight minutes. Um, there's a lot of things you can't Google when it comes to paranormal and you can't have a serious conversation with a doctor that doesn't believe in this type of stuff. But if you bring up a theory like this, like where does your energy go and you start talking about what I just spoke about, they might actually raise an eyebrow and says, maybe that makes more sense than seeing ghosts and spirits. And this is something that I thought about for quite some time and had to basically air it out here on this episode. Now, this is going to be a short episode, but I wanted to give you a heads up for next week. Um, if all goes according to plan, I'm finally going to do an episode of Salem, Massachusetts, The Witch Trials. 
Um, it's something that a lot of paranormal investigators talk about at some point. You've seen it on a lot of shows. And I know uh, a good chunk of it to an extent. But I'm bringing on someone to basically lead the charge on my show who is very knowledgeable of this subject of Salem, Massachusetts and the witches. I will talk about the ghost standpoint and some of the things that I experienced when I went to Salem, Massachusetts and my special guest who will be Veronica Basha, someone I graduated school with many years ago and is very into the subject of the paranormal, especially this particular subject with the witches in Salem, Massachusetts, will lead the charge in some of the history and what happened with some of the witches there. And I'm pretty sure if she was on the show right now, she would 100% tell me um, some of the famous witches that did get killed wrongfully. A lot of the witches in Salem, Massachusetts were killed and were not actually witches. witches. They were um, accused of being them, uh, being a witch and were ultimately hung or burned alive. So she's going to be leading the charge on an episode of Salem, Massachusetts, something that I've wanted to touch base on since I started the show. But now that I have someone that can go half, half with me with my knowledge with the paranormal and her knowledge with the history, and she frequently goes there, it should be a good episode. So I hope you enjoyed this short episode of the Say What Again Billy podcast. I wanted to elaborate more on the subject that I spoke about, but to be honest with you, it's that's the theory, and that's what paranormal theorists have come up with thus far. It's I, I explained it as best as I could possibly explain it um, scientifically with energy in the area and traumatic events that happened at a place can cause time lapse. Um, it's something that is very, you know, it's a plausible idea and theory. And, uh, I explained it as best as I possibly could for you guys to understand. So if you'll start seeing that, or you might see it on some shows that you watch on, you know, travel channel or whatever you guys watch besides listening in on paranormal podcast. But I hope I explained it thoroughly. I like to thank the anchor app for giving me the opportunity as always to film my podcast. If you haven't heard about Anchor, Anchor is the free app that lets you get your podcast idea out there. It's quick and fast and easy and completely free to use. It has editing tools and everything you need to publish your podcast. And your podcast, once published, can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many other outlets. And you can also make money from using Anchors by simply signing up and following the details within the Anchor app. And until next time, this has been another episode of the Say What Again Billy podcast.